Hey guys, just a quick reminder that the Ruben Report community is officially here. This is the first project of my new tech company, Locals.com, and you can get ad-free video, ad-free audio podcast. You can communicate with me. You can communicate with other fans. We've got a news feed that has no algorithmic manipulation. There's no shadow banning or de-boosting or the rest of it. We're gonna be building out these communities for all sorts of creators over the next coming months. But right now you can sign up at rubenreport.com or you can download the Ruben Report app in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. All right, people. We're live on YouTube. The Monday direct message, uh, as most of you guys know, going to be doing these at least through the duration of Corona, but maybe more, uh, maybe maybe forever. Uh, the internet is forever. Uh, on Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.45 a.m. Pacific, 11.45 a.m. Eastern. Uh, this is just my way of connecting directly to you guys, uh, getting some questions from you, just sort of sharing what's on my mind. As you may remember, for years, I did the direct message uh, as part of the Ruben Court episodes where I would just do, you know, five straight minutes uh, with whatever was on my mind of the week. And then in the last year, as the as the company grew like crazy and everything that we were doing was going wonderfully, I have actually no complaints. Uh, and then I started writing the book and everything else. We had to put that by the wayside as we started focusing on other things. And I was also traveling a lot and touring and everything else. Uh, so anyway, this is my way of connecting directly with you guys. And you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, there's a few things going on right now in the world. I don't know if you know about that. Um, but one of the things is that everybody in television is now basically doing what I've been doing for years, uh, although they're not quite doing it at our level. So everybody, whether it's the ladies of The View or the folks on uh, CNN or Fox or MSNBC or anything like that, uh, they're all now taping their shows from home, mostly from their laptops using Skype. Now we've got our whole studio here. Uh, right now, I'm not letting anyone else into our house. So the only living creatures in our house are me and David and Clyde, who's right over there. And uh, and we do have one beta fish named John. Uh, he's here too. Um, but as of today, my director, Matt, we bought him a whole bunch of equipment. We put a satellite on our roof. So we have super fast internet right now. Um, and as of today, Matt is actually directing from home. So I'm using my computer for these little live streams, but when we continue to do the show where we're going to be Skyping in, you know, all the, all the usual suspects that you guys have, have come to know, uh, and we're going to do more fan shows where we Skype a whole bunch of you at once and, uh, and some other cool stuff. Uh, Matt will actually be at home. Uh, so we're making sure our guys can, can still work. Uh, we're trying to figure out something with my uh, my makeup girl, Alexis. I'm, I'm not wearing makeup, people. Can you believe it? Um, because she's a contract worker and I want to make sure she's taken care of. And I know that a million of you or roughly three million of you are in similar positions uh, as Alexis. I mean, you're trying to figure out what to do if you're a contract worker, uh, if you were just laid off, all of that stuff. And that's what I wanted to talk about this week. Um because you know we can all argue about stimulus packages and $25 million to the JFK Performing Arts Center, which then lays off the musicians like an hour later. I mean, all of the endless nonsense of how government works. And one of the things I'm enthused by at the moment is when you see big government come in and pour money into all of these pet projects that have nothing to do with helping us, I think a lot of people actually wake up to some of the ideas that I've been talking about here, which is, I'd rather you have your money hey, how about we just take less of your money in the first place and you figure out what to do with your life? And I think a lot of people are waking up to that. So I'm pretty I'm pretty enthused about that. 
Um, but there is a lot of chaos right now. A lot of people are out of work. Um, just this weekend, uh, I've been doing in the Ruben Report community, which I would love for for all of you guys to join at RubenReport.com. And we've got the iOS app and the Google Play app. Uh, we've been doing a Sunday afternoon movie. So we did Groundhog Day yesterday. And then we did a giant Zoom call. Uh, about 80 people were in there. And we people from literally all over the world. And we talk about what's going on. And a bunch of people were saying how they've lost work. Some people were saying that, you know, they've been trapped at home and they're alone and they're getting lonely and, and all sorts of things. So I think there's new ways for us to connect. There's new ways for us to help each other. And that's something that I want to do, right? Like I've got, I've got a platform and a voice right now. So if you are out of work, if you're hurting in any way, if there's anything we can do for you, if you need food delivered to your house, like you got to contact us. We will try our best uh, to to do what we can to to help you guys. So I wanted to just give you a couple a couple numbers here. Uh, and by the way, these live streams they're going to be about uh, twenty minutes each uh, because I don't want to bludgeon you, right? Like everyone's getting slammed with so much content. You know, there's also like the way we live is changing. Really, I think literally by the minute in that many people are working from home for the first time. You know, these are these are adults who are away from their kids. Uh, you know, eight, 10 hours a day who suddenly are are with their kids all the time. Uh, one of the little things that I write about in my book, actually, which still is coming out on April 28th, despite all of this. Um, one of the things I write about is that I think a key thing, and, and it really applies right now, and I obviously wrote the book well before coronavirus, uh, is don't bring your phone in your bedroom. Uh, you're, the last thing that you do at night shouldn't be scrolling through Twitter or reading the news. And the first thing you do in the morning shouldn't be immediately reading the news and Trump this and coronavirus that and CNN and fake news and da 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 da, da. This is a bad thing to do. Um, I, we all fall trapped to it sometimes. Many of us don't have alarms anymore, so we use a phone as, as an alarm. We actually bought a, an alarm, like a digital clock. Um, so I would recommend doing that because as this is all shifting, it's not just that we're home. It's not just that we're around family more or, or maybe alone now for the first time in a long time. You know what I mean? If you're if you're single and you live alone and now, you know, you had a lot of communication with humans during the day um, and now you don't have any. Like there's so many things that are not the things that we really talk about uh, well in the public sphere. We talk about politics. We talk about this stat and this stat. And we talk about numbers and economics. But there is a human thing happening here that I'm much more interested in. That, that's what I want to be focusing on. Um, so we so we have some ways that we can actually help you guys get get uh, get some help if you need it. But just to rifle through a couple numbers, just so you have a sense of what's going on here. The, the U.S. unemployment statistics as of last Thursday, uh, jobless claims jumped to 3.28 million, uh, which is quadruple the prior record. So really think about that. That is the numbers that came in last week are four times the highest unemployment we've ever had. Now, this we got a major problem, right? Like lots of businesses are closing. I just read yesterday, uh, Kelly Carlin, who's a good friend of mine who's been on the show, she just tweeted out that Nate Niles, which is a deli here in uh, in Los Angeles, like an old school New York style deli, which is a, it's a institution, 50 some odd years it's been open. Uh, that's where Larry King does most of his breakfasts, and I go with some sometimes with his old crew, and it's just basically a bunch of old Brooklyn eighty-year-olds telling jokes and talking politics and the rest of it. They've been going there three days a week for probably thirty years themselves. Um, they just close their doors uh, because restaurants don't know what to do. Um, there's a million examples of this. I, I've heard from some of you guys in the community that your own restaurants have been closing, or that you're trying to keep them open, and people are afraid to go out, and, and the whole series of things. So, so almost. 3.28 million, right? That's almost three and a half million people 
uh, filed for unemployment last week, which is just crazy. Um, Nathan on our community actually had a had a good uh, piece of advice that Veterans Home, Veterans United Home Loans is giving every employee uh, an extra hundred dollars to go spend locally to support businesses that are struggling due to the quarantine. Which this idea support local if you can. It's getting trickier, right? Because we're all jumping to Amazon and I have no problems with Amazon. I have no problems with big business, actually. I've talked about how I believe Amazon is a great marketplace. If you sell small products, uh, you, they give you the marketplace to find your, 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 uh, your audience, right? Your consumers. So I have no problem with Amazon and that's great. And we've ordered a ton of stuff from Amazon and we got Amazon stuff coming and all that stuff. However, if there are any ways that you can support local businesses. Um, they're struggling. They're struggling more than anybody else. And many local businesses, I'm sure a lot of you know this, you know, they don't have a long runway before they're just completely, uh, you know, underwater. So any way that you can help them do that. Um, but there's a couple interesting things happening that businesses are doing. And this again is where it's like the government can't do everything. And it's so funny because, you know, you have these people now let's say half the entire media establishment and half the country that's been screaming Trump is Hitler, his supporters are Nazis, he's evil, blah, blah, blah. And now they're demanding the government do things. But you wouldn't want the guy that you've been saying is Hitler the whole time to do things. So what's been nice is we're watching that sort of political ideology uh, get to its fruition, right? Like it doesn't make sense. And I think people are starting to understand that, as I said before. But what we're also seeing is that capitalism and private enterprise is actually doing what it's supposed to do, which is innovating right now. So just a couple a couple things here. So Bednark Studios, which is in New York City, was about to lay off a ton of their employees, but they reconfigured their factory to make plastic shields for healthcare workers, keeping everyone employed. That is a beautiful thing. Bednark Studios, New York City, love it. Nike, have you heard of Nike? They're this uh, small sneaker company. Uh, they're working on making medical face shields for frontline healthcare workers. Fantastic. Doctors in New York teamed up with a designer who's printing out tons of plastic mask shield or plastic shield masks from a 3D printer in her apartment. I mean, 3D printers, man. There's so many cool things we can be doing right now. We are we are actually rejiggering our economy and the way we think about business right now. It's incredible. New Balance, another uh, little sneaker company, they're producing face mask mask prototypes in the U.S. Uh, a food delivery service was just created by restaurants that were in the process of closing to get food to people's doors. It's called Tompkins Home Delivery. Uh, James Dyson, you know, the Dyson guy who's always the guy's obsessed with uh, with, uh, you know, vacuuming, basically, and, and air things. Uh, he designed a new ventilator in 10 days. He's planning to make 15,000 for the pandemic fight. Uh, and a business in Brooklyn's Navy Yard went from building large custom installations to producing only face shields for frontline medical workers. Th this is just a small smattering of examples. I, I just wanted to give you a couple things that there are so many cool examples of this. And by the way, if you know cool examples of this, or if you're in the business of doing these types of things, email us at contact.rubinreport.com and I'll give you guys a shout out. We can post links to websites, all that kinds of stuff. Um, uh, somebody sent me an email, at, which also made a good point that buying gift certificates now, if you've got a little bit of money, buying gift certificates for some of your favorite restaurants, for some of your favorite businesses, um, even if you can't go to them right now, even if they can't deliver right now, whatever it may be, that that's a great idea. It gets a little cash in their pocket, helps everybody get through this. And now, you know, we're hearing that this lockdown, it sounds like is going to go through April 30th, at least. Today's March 30th. Oh, happy birthday to my brother, Jonathan, by the way. Hope you're watching. Uh, stuck at home, but, uh, you know, it'll be all right. Um, we'll play PlayStation later. Um, 
but buying gift certificates. Uh, we've got a month now where we most likely are not going to restaurants. We're not going to be doing a lot of stuff. But if you can get a little money into these companies' pockets, hopefully that gets them through the through the hump here, gets them over the hump, and then we can we can go from there. Um, oh, this is this is a really important one. So a ton of you that are saying that you've lost your job, you don't know what to do. There are companies that are hiring. You just have to know who they are. So let's just give you a list right now. Uh, Amazon is hiring a hundred thousand new workers, and it's going to raise the pay of its current workforce. Okay, good for you, Amazon. We like that. Kroger Supermarkets is hiring right now. Um, I know that in uh, there's a couple of them in Jersey that are hiring for sure, but I think they're they're nationwide. Philips is hiring. Unilever is hiring. Um, Instacart is hiring. Facebook is hiring. Wells Fargo is hiring. Squarespace is hiring. United Healthcare Group is hiring. Charles Schwab is hiring. Spectrum is hiring. Hiring. USAjobs.gov. Those those are just a couple. And I'll I'll throw in. A little bit more. Uh, the Rubin Report was hiring till last week, but we just brought on our new uh, associate producer, Michael, who just started on Monday. So welcome aboard, Michael. And uh, and my other company, Locals, uh, which built RubinReport.com and we're building digital homes for creators. We are hiring developers right now. So if you're interested, if you're a developer um, and you're a software guy, you can email uh, jobs at locals.com. And obviously you can be anywhere in the country, quite literally, you can be anywhere in the world. And we're, we're interested. Um, so there's, there's a lot going on here, guys, and I think we can help each other. Let's figure out ways to do it. Um, let me jump in, take a couple, couple questions from the Ruben Report community. Uh, by the way, yesterday's movie was Groundhog Day. So we've been doing this every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. We watch a movie. So we did, we did Contact was the first one. We did Idiocracy two weeks ago. We did uh, Groundhog Day yesterday. And Groundhog Day, I'm sure most of you have seen it. It's just a wonderful uh, Bill Murray movie, and it's 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 a it's Jordan Peterson's favorite comedy because it's just such a wonderful example of how you're supposed to live life, like each moment trying to get better, better yourself, not to manipulate people, not to get more out of the world, but to actually find yourself true worth, true purpose, true happiness, and that's the story that Bill Murray has to go through uh, throughout the movie. So we watched that, and we did this big Zoom call. Uh, with about about eighty people, it was, it was pretty awesome. So I hope you guys will join us over there. Uh, but so we're taking we're taking questions from there. Uh, engineering politics says, what changes do you think will become permanent after this crisis is over? I'm speak I'm speaking more specifically in terms of work situations. What will change permanently for the Rubin Report employees and workflow? So if we're on the Rubin Report side, as I just mentioned, I mean my director Matt is now working remotely. We bought him uh, all this equipment that he can now direct the show, meaning he can do camera cuts directly and editing uh, remotely and the rest of it. So, you know, maybe in the future, depending what's going on, we'll be doing more Skype and remote things. I mean, I love the live interview and I hope I'm able to be within six feet of other humans soon enough. Um, but we now have great flexibility um, in that regard. So that's that's actually nice. Um, I don't know, maybe we'll do more shows on the road, you know, like maybe there, there's all sorts of interesting things. I think the key thing now is that we all need to make sure that the internet doesn't collapse on us and we don't get uh, you know, bottlenecked and log jammed on the internet because the LA internet here has been pretty absolutely horrible. So we had to make a major investment last week. And as I said, we now have the satellite for this. Supposedly it's like direct internet, it's just ours. Where you know when you're on Spectrum or the other stuff, you know you're sharing internet with a lot of people. So even when they tell you you're getting oh you're getting 500 megabytes download, you're not necessarily actually getting that. So now we have this direct internet thing. So my video should look pretty freaking 
smooth and clear to you. If it doesn't, there is going to be hell to pay. Um, so that's just in terms of the, of the Rubin report. I mean, look, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing live stuff. I think, as I said, it's like we right now. I have a home studio. Um, we can do whatever we want. Like, I don't know. At this point, it's like, we should probably have a television show out of here. Everybody else is on Skype. You know, it's not, it's not even that I'm so interested in doing television per se. Um, but I think, you know, we're, as you watch the, the CNN people now do their thing from home, it's like most of the, nobody really cares about these people anyway. What, what people cared about was that they were part of this CNN network and people think back to CNN as if it was like, you know, 1990, 91 in the Gulf War, as if CNN means something. But now when you just see that, oh, these are just people sitting at home and how do they get their information via Twitter and, you know, whatever else, it's like they're no better than anybody else. And I think that's going to become increasingly obvious. So this this thing where the mainstream media has been collapsing and alternative media has been rising, I think, you know, we've been at this sort of parody thing for a while and I think it's been going like this, but I think we're going to see a major rise in this. Because the the giant networks, the overhead it takes, the money it takes to do all this stuff. Um, I mean, think about it. Just think about it this way. If you've gotten any worth out of this, you know, I've been talking for about 18 minutes, so I got I to gotta finish up here quick. But, um, you know, this we can do this slim and trim from my home. Clyde, you want to come over here and say hi to everybody? Ah, he's just staring at me. Okay. Um, we can do it slim and trim with low cost. And I can get you, I think I've given you some valuable information and hopefully you guys will jump in the comment section and everything else and share information with each other and all that. Watch CNN tonight. I mean, it costs them, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do episodes. It's a tremendous amount of waste and you're not really getting information. You're getting things that'll just keep you in the political fight all the time. All right. A couple others real quick. Um, uh, Kevin asks, what's your go-to stress relief uh, strategy? Um, you know what, one of the things that I find really important is you have to have a cutoff from the news and the mania of everything. Um, so I really try, you know, if like, you know, we usually have dinner, uh, something around seven 30 or so. And then after dinner, it's like, I really try not to be on my devices at that point. You know, it's like, I'm just trying to, we've been watching the Sopranos actually is what we're doing. We just finished season one. We're in season two now. Um, David's actually never seen the Sopranos before and I missed the first two seasons. Um, so I'm absolutely loving it. I mean, it's true. It's like filmmaking, true art. Oh, there's Clyde. Little, you want to get your nose in here? You have to go down on the camera a little bit. I want to say hi, Clyde. All right, there we go. Oh, you guys will love this. So I'm walking down the street yesterday. I'm walking with Clyde and, you know, everybody's on lockdown. And this guy, this guy yells, he goes, Dave Rubin, Dave Rubin and Clyde, Clyde, I love you, man. Clyde, I love you. And it turns out that if my neighbor saw me on Dana Perino with Clyde the other day, and he was more into Clyde than me. But then in the weirdest twist, he's telling me, oh, you know, he, he watches Dane all the time. He loves her. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And I grew up in the same town as you. I grew up in Sias at Long Island. Oh, and it turns out we went to the same the same middle school and uh, and high school. So we chatted for a while and he, he was a big record executive. So anyway, I even mentioned this more because it's like, get out there, take some walks. You know, I'm finding the dog walking people are, are still connecting with humans. You know what I mean? We can still let the dog sniff and keep our keep our six feet. Um, but I'm seeing more and more people take walks. You know, I'm seeing a lot of kids on skateboards and all kinds of stuff. Um, so just keep trying to figure out how to have those connections however you can. So for me, it's about having some sort of sensible cutoff time. Uh, and I fail at it sometimes, you know what I mean? And then suddenly or, or a commercial, if I'm watching regular TV, a commercial, come on, I jump on my phone. And I just think controlling some of that stuff will be really good uh, for you guys. I also think a very, I know this is going to sound crazy, but a very simple thing to do in the morning is when you get up, I usually get up, I open the door so Clyde can pee. 
And then before I do anything, I just have a glass of water. And I actually think there's some value in that. I don't know if it's just like actually like the gulping of it or just like the calming feeling or your body needs a little H2O to get you going. But there's something about the reset um, that I like there. Uh, okay, let me do one more. Uh, people whose work, this is Max Justice. Uh, people whose work depends on large crowds like concerts, conventions, sporting events are pretty much over until viable treatment or cure is implemented. I'm a jib operator and drone operator, and it's time to adapt your diet. Any thoughts on when lar large crowds will be acceptable? Again? Man, you know, speaking of jib operators, first off, I have huge appreciation for you guys because the jib is not easy to move. Um, it, it, it is work. I've known many jib guys and, you know, you get, you get back pain and all sorts of stuff. So first off, uh, hope you're, hope you're doing all right. Um, you're probably enjoying a little bit of a break actually. Um, well, look, we don't know. I just found out. So we do know this for sure. So our tour, uh, was supposed to start on April 28th in New York. As I said, the book is still coming out on April 28th, but the tour obviously has been totally postponed. We know we're on na national lockdown now through April 30th. So that is a month from today. So, you know, we've been doing this for about three weeks already. So, you know, we're looking at a two-month situation here, and then hopefully it ends at April 30th, but, but we'll see. Um, but we don't know when the events are going to come again. I, I talked to, to my whole team, and it's like we're trying to figure out when we can reschedule things and all that. I mean, everybody's in limbo, so nothing's moving. What I do hope, though, and I genuinely don't mean this just for me, I mean this for everybody, is that when we get past this thing and we can start being out there again and, and going out, I hope we really all do it. I hope that we don't have this residual fear, uh, a residual unwarranted fear, as long as it is unwarranted. And I will go out, I will tour as many cities as I can. If I have to be out on the road for, for a year, um, I will do it. I, I miss connecting with you guys, I really do. Um, you know, a friend of mine uh, messaged me something that was interesting. Uh, he's single, he lives in New York City. And he said, he said uh, Dave, you know, I haven't touched anyone for about 20 days. And he meant just like hug somebody or shake somebody's hand or something like that. Like he said, I haven't had phys human physical contact, you know, in weeks. I thought that's really, that's really interesting. Like just the idea that, you know, it's important to like actually reach out and touch another human um, is, is important. So I don't know, there's so many things going on right now, but anyway, I really do hope. And I think what will happen actually is there will be a renaissance after this. We're talking about last week, I think everyone, I know you person watching this right now, I just know you're thinking about the world in a different way. We're all thinking, whoa, are all the systems we had before this adequate? Do I have the right job? Do I suddenly like working from home? Are the people that I'm trapped in my house with, do I like these people? Do I want to be with these people? I mean, I think there's there's so many things we're all thinking about right now. Am I wasting my life at some job I don't like? You know, like all of that stuff. Should I be working out more? Should I be eating healthier? One of the things we're really trying to do is uh, we're conserving as much food as possible. So normally I make a French press full of coffee every morning and then I you know, I have my cup and a half or something and I usually spill out the rest. I'm now putting it into a glass jar, put it in the fridge and then I have that the next day. So we're doing that. We're taking you know the butts of onions and growing new onions that I'm planting on the side of the house. We started doing it with romaine lettuce. You can cut it, put it in a little water and start growing romaine from romaine. Whew, it's incredible science, it's amazing, right? Um, so there's lots and lots of stuff that we can all do. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up, though, because we want to keep these somewhat short. Uh, but remember, every Monday and Wednesday, 8.45 a.m. Pacific, uh, 11.45 a.m. Eastern. And if you want to submit questions or just be part of what we're really growing as, a, as just, I really think, a great community where we're helping each other out and we're talking through it and we're sharing food, we're sharing recipes, we're sharing music, all sorts of stuff, join us at Ruben Report. 
Com and uh, and just let us know uh, what's going on with you and how we can help and all that good stuff. And I hope you all have a great day. And, uh, you know, just keep on keeping on. All right. <laughs>